For instance, if a module is focused on the benefits of fiber, you would want your culinary content to show students how to incorporate more fiber-rich foods into their diets. This could mean providing cooking videos demonstrating how to prepare high-fiber meals, offering a recipe book featuring fiber-rich recipes, or giving tips on meal planning and shopping to optimize fiber intake. Alongside this, creating accompanying nutrition and culinary materials will reinforce learning and provide learners with tangible resources they can use long after the course has ended. Welcome to the Nutrition Content Creator Podcast. This is where health and wellness professionals come to nail their nutrition content game, scale their practices, and get clients the results they are looking for. Get ready to unlock your potential as a nutrition professional. I'm your host, Jeannie Petrucci, registered dietitian, nutritionist, culinary coach, and expert nutrition content creator. And I'm super excited to go on this journey with you, supporting you with actionable steps you can take to save time and become more competitive. In this podcast, I'll provide you with solutions. I'll be sharing my knowledge and expertise on how to create compelling, dynamic nutrition content that attracts, serves, and retains your ideal clients. Content that also supports you with growing your practice. Let's get into today's episode. Building an evidence-based nutrition course is not the same as building a course that instructs students on cake decorating or something like how to paint horses. That's why even when colleagues take courses on how to build a digital course, they still get hung up because the content we work with is so unique, it doesn't always fit into traditional course structures. If you build a course that only educates and provides how-tos, it will be a tough sell. You need to build a course that delivers an experience, one that takes your clients on a behavior change journey to achieving an outcome you are promising and that they desire. Today, we're going to talk about the essential elements of an evidence-based nutrition course and how they come together to promote health behavior change. Step one is to conduct an assessment. On the counseling level, most of us are familiar with conducting individual client assessments. With courses that will be delivered to groups of people, you need to conduct a community assessment, which will be a broader look at the community that you serve. Conducting a community assessment allows you to identify the specific needs, interests, and challenges of your potential students for the course. You need to ask the following questions. Who are you creating this course for? What are their existing nutrition knowledge and skills? What are their most pressing health concerns or interests? What kind of transformation are they seeking from your course? To answer these questions, it's crucial to use a blend of methods. These might include surveys to gather broad feedback from current clients, interviews for deeper insights, and social listening on platforms where your target audience spends time. Remember, each method offers unique insights that can help paint a fuller picture of your potential students. Here's where many practitioners have a misstep. They create a course they know their ideal clients need, but it's not actually what their ideal clients want. Confused? Let's break it down. From a marketing perspective, you don't just want to create a course that your ideal customer avatar needs, but rather you want to create a course they want. That might seem like a small distinction, but it's an important one. 
Sometimes as educators, we are inclined to build courses that we believe our students need. However, unless these courses also tap into something they want, a desire, a passion, a pain point, they might not resonate as strongly as we'd like and therefore the courses won't sell. People are often driven more by their emotional needs and desires than by logical ones. And in marketing, hitting those emotional chords can mean the difference between a course that is nice to have and one that's a must have. The transformation that your course promises should be linked to the science supporting your community assessment, but it should also clearly identify and resonate emotionally with your audience. This is what will inspire and motivate potential students to enroll. It should be a clear, achievable result that aligns with the identified needs of your audience and hits an emotional chord. For example, if you discover through your community assessment that your target audience struggles with balancing blood sugar levels and feels frustrated and overwhelmed, your course's transformation could be gain the knowledge and skills to create nutritious, tasty meals that help manage blood sugar levels, enhancing your overall health and empowering you to regain control over your well-being. In this way, you're not only addressing a health need, managing blood sugar levels, but also an emotional want, regaining control, and reducing frustration. And that is the secret sauce of a successful, marketable course. Step two for creating an evidence-based nutrition course is to do your research. The one constant in our practices is that everything we teach should be grounded in evidence. The significance of this principle is amplified when it comes to building a culinary nutrition course. So where should we start? The answer is simple yet substantial with a comprehensive review of the most up-to-date research. This process requires a deep dive into primary and sometimes secondary research sources. It's about dissecting the most recent developments in the field and piecing them together in a coherent and meaningful way. Fortunately for most of us, we have a niche and already have an excellent understanding of the research, but I encourage you to review current articles or visit webinars that present them so that you are up to date on research trends and evidence in your niche. It's important to remember that this research review isn't simply an academic exercise, and it's not about collecting intriguing facts or figures. Instead, it's about understanding the broader context of the topic. This approach ensures that the advice we share is not only accurate and relevant, but also truly beneficial to our learners, meeting them where they are in their health journey. Whenever my team and I begin a research phase for any course we develop, we always expect to see patterns, so we're looking for them. During your research, you're likely to start recognizing patterns, key pieces of information or pillars that continually emerge. These recurring themes or insights should be noted and considered carefully. The reason is that these pillars can serve as the backbone of your course. They provide a solid and reliable foundation on which you can build it. And when they're identified correctly, they can greatly enhance the overall strength and structure of your course. These pillars might be certain dietary principles, cooking techniques, or behavioral strategies that are consistently supported by research. They are the non-negotiables, the must-haves, the key ingredients in the recipe for a successful course. For example, when we were doing research for the nutrition and detoxification course, we kept noticing several recurring themes that set us up for structuring a course that addressed these six pillars. 
identify, boost, repair, support, personalize, and evaluate. We were then able to focus on each pillar, do a deeper dive, and craft modules for the course that not only delivered evidence-based education, but delivered an experience that operationalized the concepts that were presented. Here's an example of how this works. For the boost pillar, we translated the science about what detoxification is and how you can optimize it with nutrition. We then provided culinary content that featured foods that boost the natural detoxification process, so students felt confident taking action to boost their own detoxification process. So, while sifting through the research, remember that what you're really doing is unearthing the building blocks for your course. The third step to building an evidence-based nutrition course is to create actionable objectives. While your course will certainly educate your students about your topic and how it impacts their health, learning is not an action. Creating behavior-based objectives is where the rubber meets the road. It's where you take all the data from your research review and from those key pillars you've identified and translate it into clear, measurable, actionable objectives for your course. This is where you transform the theoretical into the practical, turning evidence into action. Behavior-based objectives are specific actions or behaviors that your students should be able to perform by the end of the course, based on the evidence and pillars you've identified. And these aren't just any behaviors. They're the ones that, according to your research, will drive the health outcomes your students want to achieve. For instance, let's say one of the pillars you've identified in your research is the beneficial role of cruciferous vegetables in promoting detoxification. With this in mind, you might set an objective like, by the end of the course, students will be able to plan and prepare at least five different meals per week that incorporate cruciferous vegetables. This objective is clear as it states exactly what the students should be able to do. It's measurable as you can count the number of meals and it is directly tied to a behavior, planning and preparing meals. With this objective, you know what comes next. You need to provide content that supports clients in achieving this goal. You don't want to leave them high and dry to figure it out on their own. Behavior-based objectives are not just a way to translate your pillars into practical steps. They're a roadmap for your students, guiding them on their journey to achieving their health goals. They act as stepping stones, leading your students from where they are now to where they want to be. Each objective you set forms an integral part of the transformation your course promises. These objectives not only provide direction for your course content, but they also give your students a clear picture of what they can achieve by taking your course. And this, my friends, is a powerful motivator. So as you draft your behavior-based objectives, think of yourself as a guide, leading your students on a path to improved health. Use the pillars you've identified as your compass and be certain that each step is a well-defined, evidence-based, behavior-based objective that is measurable. Step four in creating an evidence-based nutrition course is to develop your content. Now that you've identified your key pillars and set clear, actionable course objectives, it's time to take a deeper dive into each of these pillars. This step is all about developing your course's heart and soul, its core content. But how do you do this? Think back to the course objectives that you identified earlier. 
Each objective was tied to a specific behavior change that supports your overall course transformation goal. Now, as you move into developing the content for each pillar, those objectives become your guideposts. They'll help you decide what content to include and how to structure your modules. Each pillar in your course should have three to four specific actionable objectives tied to it. These objectives serve as mini goals for each module, guiding your students through their learning journey and ensuring they make progress toward the overall transformation. For instance, if one of your pillars is centered on boosting your body's own detoxification process, your objectives might be things like shop for key foods that support detoxification, apply knowledge of the role these foods play in supporting detoxification to the preparation of meals, create a weekly meal plan incorporating detoxifying foods, and so on. By assigning specific objectives to each pillar, you're creating a clear, structured learning path for your students. They'll know exactly what they're supposed to learn and do in each module, which makes the learning experience more manageable and less overwhelming. So for each pillar, start by identifying your objectives, then build your content around these objectives. Start by laying a foundation of knowledge, then dive into the details. Include practical application strategies and make the content engaging and digestible. Use visuals, interactive elements like video, and real-world examples to bring your content to life. Remember, as a course creator, your aim isn't just to educate, it's to inspire action. This isn't a textbook, it's a roadmap to better health. Your objective-aligned pillars are the stepping stones on this journey, guiding your students toward their ultimate transformation. You are equipping your students with the tools they need to put knowledge into action. Step number five in creating an evidence-based nutrition course is to create evaluations for each module. You can't change what you can't measure. This quote holds particularly true when you're designing an educational course. Without a robust evaluation system in place, it's impossible to gauge whether your course is effective, if your learners are absorbing the information, or if they're able to take action on their newfound knowledge in their daily lives. Therefore, an essential part of the course design process should be creating a thorough evaluation for each module. These evaluations are not just for you. They are also for your students. Feedback is a powerful tool for learning and growth. By setting up a system of regular structured assessments, you provide your students with valuable feedback on their learning progress. This allows them to identify areas of strength, understanding where they may need to invest more effort, and celebrate their progress, all of which can significantly enhance their learning experience and support behavior change. So how do you create evaluations? There's no one-size-fits-all answer here, but the best approach is one that aligns with the objectives of each module. Remember those behavior-based objectives you identified for each pillar in your course? These are your guideposts for designing your evaluations. Your goal is to create assessments that not only measure understanding, but also evaluate whether the learner can put their knowledge into action. This could mean designing quizzes that test knowledge retention, creating reflective assignments and prompts that ask students to apply what they've learned to their own lives, or setting up discussion forums where learners can engage with the material and each other in a more interactive way. You might also consider practical assignments, especially for a culinary nutrition course. After all, 
What better way to evaluate if a student can create a meal plan based on their nutritional knowledge than having them actually do it? Creating effective evaluations requires careful thought and planning. The goal isn't to make students feel inadequate. The purpose of these evaluations is to reinforce learning, provide a means for tracking progress, and offer insights that help your students apply the course material in a meaningful, practical way. So as you create your course modules, remember to build in robust, objective-aligned evaluations. By doing this, you're not just teaching your students, you're empowering them to learn, grow, and most importantly, to measure and celebrate the progress, creating a truly transformational learning experience. Now we'll move on to step six in creating an evidence-based nutrition course, creating culinary nutrition materials. Combining nutrition education with hands-on or observational culinary experience is what sets a culinary nutrition course apart from other nutrition education programs. The key is to create culinary content that aligns with the nutrition education presented in each module, effectively bringing together theory and practice. When well executed, this integrated approach ensures that your students don't just understand the why behind their nutritional recommendations, they also master the how of implementing them into their everyday lives. Consider each module's core educational concepts. These are usually based on the pillars you've identified during your initial research. With these pillars in mind, ask yourself, how can I help my learners operationalize this concept in their daily life? The answer to this question will guide your selection of culinary-based content. For instance, if a module is focused on the benefits of fiber, you would want your culinary content to show students how to incorporate more fiber-rich foods into their diets. This could mean providing cooking videos demonstrating how to prepare high-fiber meals, offering a recipe book featuring fiber-rich recipes, or giving tips on meal planning and shopping to optimize fiber intake. Alongside this, creating accompanying nutrition and culinary materials will reinforce learning and provide learners with tangible resources they can use long after the course has ended. These materials might include handouts that summarize the nutritional information for each module, step-by-step -step cooking guides, shopping lists tailored to each module's focus, and meal planning templates, like the mealtime method explained in episode number 14. All these materials aim to bridge the gap between theory and practice, making it easier for students to apply their newfound knowledge in their own kitchens. Now we'll move on to step number seven in creating an evidence-based nutrition course, build-in goal setting. The journey of health behavior change is a lot like rock climbing. It's not a leap to the top, but a series of carefully planned strategic moves. Each move is significant and brings the climber closer to the summit, yet it requires effort, precision, and perseverance. If you have ever been rock climbing, you know you make decisions with each move and have to consider, is this the right next move to advance me up the wall or mountain? Maybe it's too far a reach, or perhaps it can be easily reached. Similarly, in the context of your course, each module should be designed as a strategic move that is doable and helps your students progress toward their overall health goal. Just as rock climbers set smaller attainable targets on their way to the summit, your learners should be guided to set specific achievable goals within each module. Many practitioners use SMART goals. This stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. 
The SMART Goals Framework guides your students to create goals that can be measured and consider where they are in their health behavior change journey. A SMART goal might be something like, I am going to make a chia pudding recipe for my meal plan this week for breakfast. Or, I'm going to make the pears with nut butter and hemp seeds for a snack on Wednesday. These goals fit the framework and would be appropriate for someone who might be busy or perhaps lacks culinary confidence or has just started their health journey. Incorporating goal setting within each module of your course transforms the learning experience from a passive to an active one. It empowers your students to take charge of their health, making them active participants in their journey towards better nutrition and wellness, rather than passive recipients of information. This strategy provides a scaffolded learning experience. As your learners meet each small goal, they build confidence and motivation, leading to a positive cycle of engagement and achievement. The series of small successes also generates momentum, making it more likely that they will stay on track toward reaching their larger health goal. Our final step for creating evidence-based nutrition courses is marketing your course. You could build the most fabulous digital course on the market, but if proven sales and marketing strategies are not applied, it will be crickets for your practice. As we wrap up today's episode, I have an exciting opportunity for you that I don't want you to miss. If today's discussion about creating a transformative, evidence-based culinary nutrition course has sparked your interest, I want to invite you to join me for an in-depth, free, two-day workshop. This workshop will offer a comprehensive look at not only building a high-quality digital course, but also effectively marketing it. This two-day event is called Revolutionize Your Practice with Evidence-Based Digital Courses, a practical workshop for dietitians, and enrollment is now open. If you are not a dietitian, but are a healthcare or wellness professional interested in unlocking the power of digital courses for your practice, then you are also welcome to join us. The live event will be held on August 21st and 22nd. Those who show up will get the most from this workshop, but we will have limited recordings available. On day one, we will operationalize everything that we covered today, giving you actionable strategies you can implement to create an evidence-based digital course. We also dive into how digital course components fulfill the nutrition care process, also known as ADIME. On the second day, we'll turn our attention to the art and science of digital course marketing. I have partnered with my friend and colleague, Stephanie Hoffenke, who is a marketing expert for nutrition professionals. She will join us to help unpack what it takes to make digital courses a major driver for your practice growth. We'll explore consumer-centric solutions, learn how to create irresistible calls to action, craft persuasive landing pages, and determine the perfect client attraction strategy for your practice. Remember, creating a digital course is about much more than just sharing knowledge. It's about creating an engaging, practical, and effective learning experience that fosters positive health behavior change and scales your brand. Whether you're in the early stages of contemplating a digital course or you're looking to optimize an existing one, this workshop is designed to provide you with the necessary tools and insights you need. Your content cure for this week is to register for the workshop. So please join us and click the register now button in the show notes to grab your seat for this free two-day event 
and start your journey toward creating a transformative and successful digital course. If you have found this episode and resource helpful, please leave a rating below as it will help us reach even more practitioners to support them on their journey to meeting their content creation goals. That's it for today. Thank you for joining me. I trust that you found value in this episode. Be sure to follow this podcast and remember to download your resources in the show notes. Visit us at livingplaterx.com for complete show notes and access to all the evidence-based nutrition content you need to create a thriving practice that serves up the most delicious and irresistible content your clients are looking for. And don't forget to tune in again next Tuesday as we continue to explore the latest trends in nutrition content marketing.